and the kids go to bed. Her second book was a relation to like bring you closer and be like, are you in your heart? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. Welcome to Coffee Confessions. everybody i hope that you had an awesome weekend and that you enjoyed our launch of season two last week felicia and i were talking about how fun it was to actually uh get back on and record episodes and to kind of like vent uh i don't know if you guys realize this or not but like y'all are like our extended friend family so it was really fun to uh talk to you guys again and fill you in on our I don't know, gossip almost. We kind of gossiped a little bit in that one. But anyway, I hope you guys have a cup of coffee. Um, Maybe if you're listening to this at night after the littles go to bed, you have maybe wine or if it was a stronger day, like I could use some vodka right now, honestly. (laughs) I had a really bad week and I need something strong. But, um, and I'm Felicia's right there with me. We both had a week from hell, I feel. But but in the midst of 2020, it's like really. It just fits in. (laughs) this morning at church our um, pastor was like um, talking about how we were going to have our uh, Christmas services on the 24th and then we wouldn't have any church that following Sunday so that their staff could you know spend some time with their family and he was like and then we're going to come back in January 2021 and it's going to be so much better it's going to and hopefully it's going to be all better and my husband and I looked at each other like Okay, yeah, I don't can think you, it's... <laughs> can you knock on wood, like, right now? Because you yeah. just jinxed it, man. <laughs> like, for real. But this week, we wanted to come to you guys. It's been a while since we talked about marriage. And honestly, Felicia had posted a quote on our Instagram this week um, talking about how everybody only shares their highlight reel of marriage. Mm-hmm. That's really all we ever talk about because nobody ever wants to confront or confess the issues that they have in their marriage. And um, I felt like it was important to get this episode out there and start talking about the struggles that, you know, we go through in our marriages, because if I'm being completely transparent, August, 2020 was a very, very challenging month for my marriage to the point where I wasn't sure that I was going to have a marriage anymore. So um, Felicia was right there with me. She was getting my text messages I mean (laughs) y'all know how like when you send a text message you're not waiting for a reply you're just like bubble 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 and it was just (laughs) that's honestly what I was doing like every every week um with her and it was I'll be honest like I didn't not many people know about it because it's just not something that you share you know especially on social media it's not something that you go on there and say hey my husband and I separated and I don't know what's going to happen So I thought this would be a perfect episode to kind of let you know that what you see is not always what you get or what, yeah, yeah. Or what's really going on on the other side of the screen. So I saw this really good picture and it was actually like, um, an apple. It was an apple in front of a mirror and the reflection that you saw right from the apple was like beautiful, right? Like a shiny red apple everything else but you were looking from the back view so in front of you like you saw the back of the apple as well as the reflection and there was a big chunk out of the apple so it's not always what you see like the facade it's not necessarily a facade but it's like 
the highlight reel, right? I'm not going to post on there that I'm struggling in motherhood or I'm struggling in my marriage or anything like that. I'm going to post like, today was a really good day. We went Christmas tree shopping and we baked cookies. And people are going to be like, oh, she snuggled up to her husband on the couch, baking cookies, watching Christmas movies. When literally prior to that. We might not even been talking. (laughs) We were probably fighting something. I don't like that tree. You don't want to spend no money. That's probably, that's literally our conversation. (laughs) So, but. And uh, yeah, definitely. That's exactly how it is. Nobody ever wants to go on social media and say, like, my husband and I are not doing good. One, because we're all programmed that you're supposed to, like, keep that stuff to yourself, right? And I think that's kind of like a stigma that I don't love about social media. Not that I want to go on there and put all my husband's problems or my husband and I's problems, but with other topics like I don't know mental health uh maybe infertility a lot of people struggle with sharing that story on Mm -hmm. social media Uh, motherhood can be a very touchy thing to share on social media so on those on those topics we tend to always just share like the good happy things happening but I want to be vulnerable and tell you like facts that August was a make or break moment in my marriage where I literally my husband went away for a training and I was brutally honest with him and said, I don't know that I want to be married to you when you come home. And before you're like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. That like escalated quickly. Um, That was me when she texted me. I was like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes and back me up. So So there are so, as a non-confrontational person, there are many things that happen in my marriage where I will just you know, kind of like set it over to the side. Oh, I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm going to set this over here or oh, it's not worth a fight. I'm going to set this over there. But 2020 really threw a wrench in that. Um, what would you say like that? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that, that, that style, I guess maybe that style of problem solving or communication yeah, style um, for me, because my husband came home from a deployment. So he went straight on leave for, oh man like two months, I'm going to say. And then COVID happened and they shut everything down. And he was home literally from COVID happening to about July. He was home. But here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to remember though, when you're, when you listen to us specifically talk about this, because we get, we get a lot of hate already that we don't gender identify because for one, like we say, you know, our husbands (laughs) instead of our wives, but we have husbands, we don't have wives. So this is from our point of view. So you have to keep that in mind when you hear this. And also we are military spouses. So we rarely spend as much time as we did in 2020 with our spouses, if that makes sense. Like 2020 was probably the most time I've ever spent with my spouse in a year. Like it just was because he's always gone. Since we got married, like that many days back to back to back. So, and especially as a parent. So keep that in mind too. Like, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy the time with my husband because I, I did like, it was awesome. We had so much fun, but also at the same time, it it became stagnant. It, It will also became stagnant. 2020 caused us to become very, very stagnant. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. And we were stuck in the house and forced to the, for the very first time in our marriage, parent together for months and months on end. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, and let, let me preface this with saying that I'm not saying that the, that our marriage, we took the right approach. Not at all. We should have put in the work a long time ago, but that goes 
towards the highlight reel. You know, we only focused on the good stuff. And when it got hard and it got bad, we hurried up and got through those hard and bad times because it was uncomfortable and we didn't like to stay in them. So it was like, I'm sorry, let's just move on out of this. So 2020 became, it was fun at first. And then we started realizing, okay, well, I don't like the way that you do this. And well, I don't like the way you do that. And we started realizing, you know what? We don't like, to be completely honest, my husband and I do not parent well together as a team. We have, we need some uh, like therapy for one to figure out our parenting styles and how to mesh them together. But there were a lot of things that kind of came up that really challenged us to work together as parents and brutally honest we did not meet the mark we we just bashed heads completely over and over on it and it was to the point where I think that's like a big thing in marriage like once because it goes from that like lovey-dovey state like do I still love my spouse 100% but it goes from that like what is it called lovebird stage right the honeymoon phase yeah yeah like I'm a parent and I saw a post on Facebook that was going around and um I think you shared it too, but it said that, um, like I can yell at my kids all day, but when dad or like my husband, yeah, I shared it today. It's like, don't holler at my baby. Yeah. I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Don't yell at kids. Like I know they're wrong. And, um, I know. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's our biggest thing. We have the biggest issue where, and my husband says this all the time says, you don't let me parent. And he's right. I really don't. If he starts to, I, in my eyes overstep, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, pump the brakes, like chill out there. But, uh, it's really hard to be checked and he, and I don't take criticism well. Yeah. So when he checks me on that, I immediately get defensive. So there have been many times where he tells me and he's right. He's 100% right. He'll say, you know, you can do it, but the second that I do it, it's a problem. Yeah. And you, and I, it's hard to hear that because I'm like, I know you're right. But I don't want to, I don't want to accept that within myself because one, I'm embarrassed and two, like I, I'm, well, mainly I'm embarrassed with myself that I'm like, but you also have like that pride, right? Like it's kind of like prideful, like for one, I'm not going to admit I'm wrong. And for two, it's like, you're, we're so used to doing things simply, not simply like by ourselves, right? That it's just simple. Like, oh, they're playing. Yeah. They're kind of loud, but like, I'm used to it now. Like he's not used to that. And that's something that for our marriage and our parenting style, I have to get used to like my husband is deaf in one ear and he's like, and his other ear, it like rings all the time. So loud noises yeah. like really upset his ears and my child's are loud as hell. So yeah. like when he gets yeah. upset with them, I get upset because I'm like, they're just sitting there playing, but also it's very loud, you know? And yeah. So yeah. It's just kind of, it's very hard to like let go, I, I guess. And be like, okay, here you, here you parent. It, it is, it is because when you are in a position where you have to have the control, like when they leave, you have to, you have to take that control. You have to be mom and dad at the same time. So may, maybe I'm on my high horse. I'm not sure. I hope other people other than Felicia can relate to me on this because I, I, I do feel bad, but sometimes it's really hard for me to let up that control. Cause I'm like, well, I feel like I always need to be the strong parent because I'm always going to be the consistently home parent. If that makes sense. Like I know my husband and I are a team and we are in this together and we're raising these kids together and they're our children. But you know, with his job, 
he has to leave a lot. So I don't ever want my children to feel like, oh, like dad's gone. I can walk all over mom because. See, so that's one thing that we have with our parenting is I tell Mark, like, I can discipline them. I discipline them all the time. I'm the, I don't want to say the only one. Like, I know he listens to this. And so don't get at, mad at me. But I am <laughs> here all of the time. So when they need to be disciplined, that's me. When I when yeah. they have to hear the word no, it comes from me. So when dad comes home, he's the fun one and the great one. And I have a really hard time, like for me, myself, I have a really hard time, for one, letting go of that control. But also I'm like, I don't also want to be the bad guy all of the time. Like, I don't want yeah. you yelling at them or anything, but I also don't want to be the one that has to always say no. So I fall right. into like that crack where it's like, you know, like, yes, you need, yes, you are their parent, but also like I am the disciplinary and you're the fun one. And I don't want to take them that away from you because, you know, you're never here, but also like. Well, they get their feelings hurt so easy. Like I feel, at least with my kids, they get their feelings hurt so easy if, if, if it's me, they're like, whatever, mom hollers at me all the time. But if it's dad, like they just get their feelings hurt so yeah. easy. And then I'm like, oh, I feel bad because my baby's feelings are hurt. But also then I feel bad because then I'm making my husband feel as if he doesn't have a place in, in our home as a parent. So another thing that, so there was that issue. Parenting together was really hard. Um, but also I became like really depressed, like during COVID, it was really hard to, have my routine stripped away from me mm -hmm. and then try to figure out like kind of like well what am I besides I started to feel like um well when I started to feel like a roommate with my husband <laughs> I started feeling like like we just kind of were we couldn't go on dates anymore he kind of got into the routine of just playing his game every night I got into the routine of watching you know binge watching on shows by myself at night and we, um I guess in the, we were both trying to decompress from the long, like a day of having four kids stuck in the house yeah. together. So uh, in hindsight, it makes sense. But at the time I was like, I felt really like, you know, blah. I just didn't want to do anything. I didn't really care what I didn't care to get dressed. I didn't care what my house looked like. So I'm not a type of person who can handle like, those changes well I've never been able to I always get in these funks ever since I was a kid where I just get depressed and it's really hard to pull myself out of so leading up to August that was happening and I had just convinced myself that I was like you know what I don't need to be married anymore I don't need this I can do this by myself I parent by myself I mean all I need is child support and I'll be good to go and I convinced myself pretty like pretty well like even Felicia was like well I think it's just COVID I'm like nope I'm done Felicia I'm, <laughs> I'm out I like I, I'm I will I'll figure it out but I'm out of here and so I urge anybody who struggles with mental health because I do like I do um to take that time to if you feel those things coming on like figure them out as soon as you can because they will eat away at you and if you're anything like me like I just I don't I don't uh I'm not not in a bad way but I'm just not strong enough without therapy to stand up to them yeah. so I'm just like I'm easily manipulated by my own thoughts so in my head I was thinking like well 
he doesn't help you anyway, so you can leave. Like, what what good does it do anyway? You're you're just roommates as it is right now, just co-parenting roommates. Yeah. And half the time, you don't even do that well enough. So it would just be so much easier. I think as women, were... though, we hear that a lot, right? Like our own voices mm-hmm. tell us, like, oh, they yeah. don't help you. Oh, like my pet peeve is like clothes on the floor. Like I I don't care if you set it in a pile on my bed. I don't care if you set it in a corner. Just don't leave it in my walkway. And so when my husband does it, I get so upset. I was like, he doesn't care. He doesn't care because you tell him this all the time. Like don't leave the clothes. And it's like a sock guys or a pair of pants or something. And I'm just like, to me, it just, it's those things that like eat at you, right? Like your conscience almost, but it's like the bad one, the little devil on the other side. Um, and yeah. it's just telling you like, oh, he doesn't care. Oh, he doesn't love you anymore because he doesn't do the yeah. dishes like you need to help. And he knows that yeah. I struggle with anxiety. And sometimes when the dishes get piled up and I'm already overwhelmed, I get very overwhelmed and I almost like neglect it even more because I just like, I don't want to mm-hmm. take on yeah, that task. Same. And it's very hard yeah. for me because I, I guess when, I mean, if you go into a funk or you can call it whatever, I guess, but I kind of like withdraw myself, like, Mm-hmm. like a burnout, right? Like I kind of get burnt yeah, out. Exactly. Like, that's exactly what it was. And that's kind yeah. of what I'm going through. Like now, like my kids were sick guys. They didn't have COVID. So please don't at me, Karen. But, um, my kids were sick the last week. Mark got sick. Um, you know, like trying to get the food done and like groceries done. And we had no food cause it was like payday. And so I was like trying to get that and trying not to take my kids into the store. And then freaking COVID like was turning me away from emergency rooms or, you know, urgent cares or whatever. And all of these things. And I was just like, so exhausted that this weekend came and I told Mark, like, I can't, I can't, I can't beat the tired feeling that I feel like I feel so mentally and physically exhausted that I'm checked out. Like, I don't want nobody to touch me. I don't want, I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay in my bed and do nothing. Like, I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to hear sounds. I don't want to, I just want to lay here and like stare at the wall. And I was content because I was just so checked out. And I think COVID has a lot to do with it. COVID has a lot to do with like, the ex what exhaustion. is it like the exhaustion yeah. of everything <laughs> yeah. of marriage like marriage is already hard as it is and like not being able to have those outlets like did we go on dates a lot no but I lived for the one you know date that we did have like it was well, so nice to go out to be excited like we were together all day long and there was nothing new to talk about there was nothing new going on to share about there what was, color paint did you see today <laughs> yeah yeah and and so like with all that going on to like bring it back into the high, highlight reel you know I would be sitting at home going through these feelings but then like get on like online and post a picture of like you know oh my my sweet babies or I'm so happy I made babies with this man and I am but at the same time I was like you know nobody would nobody would ever know what was going on at home by looking at my social media and I and to even like take it even further I would and I still do like and I think this this is like just common like anybody does but um you know, you catch yourself looking through social media and there'll be like a picture of, I don't know, like one of my friends had just recently got married and, you know, she had went through a divorce and she just eloped with somebody else. And I like would catch myself being like, 
well, I wonder what it's like at their house. I bet like, I bet he just, you know, does the dishes yeah. without at like without you asking, or I bet like they'll go outside and play in the yard with the kids and stuff like that. But that guys like really, it is not healthy. It is not good for you. And I'm telling you from experience, if you want to end up like where I was in August, keep doing it and see what it gets you. It'll get you a one-way ticket to probably a separation because you cannot compare your struggle to somebody else's struggle or your highlight reel to somebody else's highlight reel because I'm telling you right now behind Instagram behind filters behind Facebook mm-hmm. posts everybody is dealing with something that they don't want anybody else to know what's the saying the grass isn't always greener on the other side right yeah it's That's not the saying and and I think it's it's so hard to do that though with this with social media in general, because everybody's living this COVID life. And I'm like, okay, but how are they, why are they so like happy? Like, what are they doing? Like how? Yeah. Or what's you know, wrong like, with me? Why am I not, why am I not seeing the the good in all of this <laughs> that everybody yeah, else is Yeah. And seeing? then you hold your family to like that expectation. Like, yeah. okay, if they are living this COVID time and we are living this COVID time, then they're doing all of these things and we can do all of these things. And then you try to do it with your family and then it fails. And then you just get more upset. And it's just like, why do I do this to myself? Like, yeah. why do I put myself in this position? And I think you have to really find what works for you and yours. Like yeah. you can't comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Like it is just, it really is like, even in me and Cody's life, we have very, our lives are very, very, very similar. Our husbands are literally like the same person, but we still have, <laughs> different things. Cody has four kids and I have three and you know, I live here and she lives there. There's still no matter as similar, similar as you are or how much you can relate to somebody, there's still something that's going to be a little bit different. There's still something that is, you know, you shouldn't compare your life to this because it's different. You shouldn't say, Oh man, I wish, you know, I had this or I had that because oh man, you wish you had the same car that she just got, but you didn't know that their car just blew up and they had none and they put a $1,500 car on a credit card. Like you don't know, you don't know the struggles and you only see the highlight reels. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I encourage you to like, go look at the feed, go look and see, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know why my thing could down, but go look and see, talk to them, reach out to your friends and be like, Hey, like I need help. I'm struggling with this. Can you tell me this? And I can guarantee your friend will be like, girl, don't, (laughs) don't look at me. Like I've been there. We're struggling with this. We're doing this. Like we're having our own marriage issues where I'm struggling in marriage, our motherhood, like somebody's going to tell you just because they post like Cody said, right, like, Oh, yeah. I'm so happy. I had, you know, four babies with this man. Doesn't mean you can't text Cody and be like, girl, like what's your secret to marriage? And she can be like, girl, we're struggling. Like I yeah. love this man, but girl, we are struggling. Like exactly. There's, it, it's never about love. I, and I, and I want to say that like in a way, because I feel like people use social media as a highlight reel, but also when, when it's real, it's real that, I've been on there and I've posted when things are going bad. You know, I've posted about postpartum depression. I've posted about mental mm-hmm. health. I've posted about trauma. I've posted about things that people don't want to talk about, but that I feel like should be talked about. But, you know, nobody's going to go on there. And, and um, I think we've all been conditioned since we have been on like MySpace and Exanga and all that stuff since we were teenagers. You know, you go on there and you post like – as a 14 year old, so-and-so and I had a fight today, but you know, we we've gone from where you post every single thing going through your head. And then 
as you grow up, you realize, okay, well, we're going to keep this to the light and fun stuff because one, you don't want everybody in your business because you can't trust everybody. And two, you, it's not healthy for your relationship. Um, so yeah. you have to remember that there's a reason that people only post those highlight reels because of those two reasons. One, a lot of us, there's people that I don't want no. I mean, they'll know now if they listen to my podcast, but you know, <laughs> there are people out there that I didn't want to know that I was separated from my husband. Granted, it was only for about three weeks. I didn't want people to know that because I felt not embarrassed, but I had hope that my marriage was going to be fine. You know what I mean? And I figured I'll, I'll cross the bridge of having to talk about this when I need to, but I didn't need other people spreading that business for me. But see, that's where, that's what is like one of my biggest pet peeves. And Karen's, you can at me because Karen's just like me this week, but (laughs) that is my like biggest problem is that nobody wants to share when they are struggling because Karen is there. Karen is there down your throat. Like how terrible are you? Why would you post this about your husband? My marriage is absolutely perfect. Or like can't relate. Like bitch, don't lie. You cannot tell me and you cannot. And if you do, we had an instance and I'm just going to say it. We had an instance where Cody posted like a burnout post. I don't remember what she posted. She was like, no, you know, like, do you go through this too? I'm not kidding. We had about what, 25, 30 yeses. And we had one no. (laughs) And that one no rubbed me really wrong because it's like, you cannot tell me that there has not been one day where you were upset at your husband. There has not been one day where you, you just wish you could have went back to work. Yeah. You wanted to lock yourself in a closet because your kids were just terrible that day. Yeah, Like you can't tell me that everybody has those feelings. You just, and if you're happy go lucky, that's great. But you will admit that there is that one time, that one time that they made you upset. The one time that you were feeling really down that one time. And those times are, should be the ones that you use to relate to somebody. Like you're having a hard time, girl. I had a hard, a really hard time last Tuesday. Like my kids were going nuts and I feel you like, let me buy you a cup of coffee. Let me do this. Not you're a terrible mother. Let me, this is why I had issues growing up. Like this is, you know, you can fix it yourself. This is no mental health is no thing. Um, you know, you shouldn't split up from your husband. Right. When Cody went through her issues with Dwight, I was there as her backbone to remind her, like, this is why you're in this marriage. This is why you love this man. But I'm also there to be like, I'm here for whatever you choose. I'm here to be your friend if you decide to split and if you decide to not to. I'm here if you need, you know, reassurance on why you want to stay and why you need to go. Like, yeah, those are the people we need in our lives. And that's like why we vent on coffee is because we see so much of it around social media. I really hate social media. I really do. (laughs) Like, I just really do because you see the highlight reels and you compare yourself. And then when you're vulnerable, people attack you. It's literally a no win situation on there. And that's not how it should be. It should be, we should show the happiness. We should show the happy times. Like, you know, this is why I married this man. I love him and I love these kids and I love this life that we've built together. But also like, you know, we should share, God damn, motherhood was hard today. Like, I need a glass of wine to somebody else. Like somebody tell me, somebody validate these feelings for me because when they're not, you feel crazy, like worthless. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Like you feel worthless. Like, Oh my God, am I the only mother on the planet that really like hates my life today? Like this, this is not normal. I'm a terrible mother. And then you just spiral down. At least. Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah, definitely. And like another thing that like, you know, 
another thing that's like hard sometimes in at least my marriage is that my husband and I are polar opposite people. Like we have, I don't know how, I don't know how God put us together. Sometimes I wonder like, I, I like, is this like a, a joke? I don't understand because my husband is very, um, he's very aggressive. He's very, um, straightforward um not very like empathetic or anything like that and i'm the opposite i'm like very sensitive i'm super empathetic (laughs) your husband is me in male form (laughs) yeah my husband he really yeah he's very uh we're just very different so when my husband and i are faced with a problem um we have totally different approaches so you know it, it could be something as simple as like that glass is half full and I can tell you, I and I, I was like, well, this is, it's half full because look, it's over this line and we're going to be able to drink this water and it's going to be really good for our bodies. and It's going to hydrate us. And my husband would be like, no, that glass is half, is half empty. And there's no way that all six of us can have a drink of water out of that. We're going to get yeah. dehydration and we're all going to die. And, and he, that's just how we are. And for me, that overwhelms me. So that is something that my husband and I have to work on together and figure out a happy medium to where he's not compromising too much of who he is to make me happy. And I'm not compromising too much of who I am to make him happy. And so that just got really overwhelming for me this year. You know, we, we came home from a deployment thrown into a pandemic and we were forced to figure out who each other are again, but also figure out like how we're going to parent together how are we going to get through a pandemic together how are we going to homeschool together where are we going next I mean there was a lot of things that happened this year and Um, and all I wanted to share like I I I wanted to talk about it but at the same time I was terrified to talk about it because I didn't want to be the person you know you if you get on social media and you use it for anything other than sunshine and rainbows you know you're you're labeled as like dramatic you're labeled as you know um you complain too much or you're you're looking for attention and you're all these things and it's like no like sometimes I just want to share what I a lot of times I post things so I can look back at them in a couple of years and say oh I remember when I was feeling like that or oh look at how little Kyler was right there and stuff like that I don't post on social media other than coffee for anybody else other than myself and sometimes my family writing like writing things has always been very therapeutic for me so to be able to put it on there and then sometimes have like a dialect conversation is nice to have but like honestly I'm just really sick of the highlight reel I'm getting to the point where I'm uncomfortable where people are telling like praising me for things like oh my god you're such a great mom oh my god you have such beautiful children like yes thank you I appreciate all those things (laughs) but sometimes it feels very surface level and vague like not vague but um vain and I guess because I'm not that type of a like a person who likes a lot of attention that it makes me uncomfortable but at the same time like wanting to go on there and say like hey I'm I'm separating from my husband because I I need time to figure out who I am as a person and we we don't parent well together like could you imagine like I would like the 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 comments the and I think I think in general not not a lot of people would say anything rude but it's the things I saw something that said um, people would say stuff yes this is this is this is what I wanted to say that um people won't support you in public because of the things they said about you in private so I don't 
a lot of times like you wonder why people keep their like their stuff very like vague and about their children is because who in the hell is going to say a rude comment about somebody's kid who has the balls to comment something rude about somebody else's kid but you post something about your your marriage post something about childhood trauma post something about i don't know um trafficking post something about um a shitty motherhood day there's always going to be that one person's like oh i can't relate my kids are great oh my kids would never eat that oh no my husband always picks up his clothes oh my husband always brings me home yeah, flowers not, <laughs> it's like okay great not there then they're saying it behind your back exactly. and so I'm like, i don't want to be talked about and then i don't want him to get into an argument with you because i'm confrontational like <laughs> at me if you want and i'm going to at you right back like it's just and i'm gonna at felicia for me i'm gonna be like linda take care of this <laughs> <laughs> i saw this thing and it's like i don't know i don't know but it's it said it was that um what is it that Eminem song, the Slim Shady. Uh-huh. It was when some when somebody's like, you know, dogging my like quiet friend or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like why well, not confrontational like friend? Job for me. Yeah, that's stuff. <laughs> that's but that's what I like. I don't. I am one person who I don't like to share things on social media a lot. Especially, I tell my husband the same thing because he's quick to share it on social media. That way whoever he may be talking about or however he may be feeling, somebody may relate and kind of like justify those feelings, I guess you would say. And I'm one to be like, don't post that because I don't want to deal with the drama that comes with it. Yeah. And then it shouldn't be that way. If you're having a hard day, you should be able to say it, but you can't because there's so many negative Nancy's in the world. Yeah. But what I was thinking is when you said you guys were polar opposites, it's like opposites attract, right? Yeah. That's what this is. And then opposites attract. And it's literally me and my husband, like, same. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's almost every husband because it would just be kind of weird if you married yourself, right? So, <laughs> um, I think you need, especially in this pandemic, it's very important. We talk a lot about self-care and, you know, finding yourself in motherhood, but I think you also need to find yourself in your marriage and yeah. you also need to make time for your spouse in that like date my spouse way not just like oh this is the father of my child like I have to do life with him for the next you know 80 years like in that that rut like you have to okay we're gonna put the kids to bed and we are gonna have you know no call of duty that's our husband's weakness you know no tech Cody like that's my weakness (laughs) and um you know we're gonna watch sit down watch tv we're gonna put our phones away we're gonna like check out and just like spend time yeah spend time as us like I'm going to figure out you know oh you know my husband doesn't like watching tv shows with me because I'm like what's gonna happen did you see that like what's gonna happen happen?" he's like shut up and watch it but like finding your you know finding ways to connect with your spouse while at home because otherwise I feel like you just kind of drift apart you do you're so close yeah like you're just in that same, the same, he's dad, I'm mom, he comes home, I put dinner on the table, he sits down, watches Call of Duty, or plays Call of Duty, I, you know, clean up the dishes, okay, he has to go to bed, because he has to get up at three, okay, I'm putting the kids to bed, I go to bed, he's up at four, I'm up at, it's literally just the exact It's like a carousel, like you're just on a constant carousel doing the same thing every day at the same time every day. Yeah. And I feel like if you just keep like keep the motions going, it does nothing. Right. Right. Like, okay, that carousel gets boring. Eventually I'm done riding the tidal wave. Eventually I'm done, you know, splashing wherever, like I need something different. And I think, you know, making time for you and your spouse is really important 
in this COVID time. Like you can't go out and have dates, but you could do an in-home date. Yeah. We, oh, you could, me and Cody sat down and played Call of Duty with our husbands one time because like <laughs> we wanted to be apart and we were kind of like, not lonely, but we just wanted to be apart. Yeah. And um, it was really fun. It was actually pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. killed me. It was rude. <laughs> but, um, I just think we get so stuck in that highlight reel. It's hard to be like, what do you mean I have to date my spouse? Yeah. What do you mean? married like I don't have to find out what he likes like I already know he likes you know steak and potatoes like okay but he also likes you know seafood so why don't you go out you know make seafood my husband knows I love chocolate like he surprises me with something with chocolate and like here let's watch Grey's Anatomy I'm like on cloud nine guys like I'm like oh my god this is seven so finding that time for your spouse and for yourself I think really will make or break your marriage. Same. Just well. Yeah. And stop posting the highlight reel. Like we challenge you right now to be brave and stop posting the highlight reel. Po- like it's so crazy that like we're sitting here talking about like in the sense of like social media and stuff like that. Sometimes it's crazy. It's like most of the time you're urging people like go out, make friends, do that. You know what I mean? And now in the times that we're living in, it's like social media is like our way of being social. So I challenge you to, you know, post the real stuff, post what you're feeling. If you have like, there's a girl that I follow who has gone through domestic violence and things like that. And she's posting about all these, these traumatic things that happened to her and her trauma. And she's getting a lot of like pushback from it, but she's like, you know what? I'm still going to post it because I feel like mm-hmm. these things need to be talked about. And it's actually given me the courage to say, you know what? Like I'm going to post about some of the things that I'm, I've gone through. You know, I have traumatic things that happened to me and it, you never know by posting your struggle or sharing. I, I, I sound like, I feel like I sound silly by saying like posting, like I'm coaching you with how to use social media, but share your struggle, share something that, you know, that's hard for you. If that's motherhood, if that's marriage, if that's infertility, if that's mental health, I don't know what your struggle is, but stop posting your highlight reel and start sharing your truth. Start sharing what's bothering you. Yeah. I'm to the point now where I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of everybody thinking that I have it all together. I'm sick of people saying, I don't know how you do it with all those four kids or you're a super mom. Like, no, I'm not like, well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's super important in subjects that are, let me see if I can find the right words. I think it's super important to post the struggles in the things that are like the most popular highlight reels, if that makes sense. Like, I think everybody portrays marriage as this, oh, you're just going to be head over heels for every, for him all day, every day. You're never going to hate him. You're never going to be upset. He's never going to get under your skin. And that's not true. It's the same with motherhood. It's going to be this perfect bliss of, you know, mom and the baby adores me and all of this. And it's not true. My toddler is fucking savage. Like he's just savage and he's, no baby book prepared me for that. And I think if I can say my toddler was super hard and he pulled out Knox, not mine, Knox pulled down Cody's Christmas yeah. tree. If he can say like, y'all, I had a hard day. My kid freaking pulled down my uh, Christmas tree. Then the mom whose kid pulled down her garland and took everything that was on top of the mantle with it can be like, wow, I can relate to that. Like, my kid is really hard today. Yeah. Same thing with marriage. Like, man, my husband, I have picked up his laundry for the last eight years and I told him up. I literally yeah. went off on my husband over a loud a laundry and he – 
oh, it wasn't like yeah. upset, but it was just like, it's not always, you know, sunshine and rainbows. Yeah. And it's not that you love them any less. It's just that it was a hard day in marriage. And if you ask anybody who's been married 50, 60 years, I can bet that they're going to tell you there is some hard times. There is some hard times. You can't just put that fake face on because people who are coming into marriage, like the first year and the second year and the third year. And they're like, Oh my God, like how have you made it 10 years? Like, this is hard. It shouldn't be that way. It should be like, Hey, there's going to be some hard times, but there's also going to be some really freaking great times. Like, and I think that's what people need to know and people need to see. And I think it as terrifying as it is to post that, I think that post, even though it might rub somebody else the wrong way, it may really save somebody else. It could be like, she's been married eight years. I've been married two. I got this. Yeah. Like yeah. I had a hard day in marriage. I can still do this. Like it doesn't mean my relationship is over. Um, for me, I feel like that would have been like, you know, I'll call my mom nowadays and I'll be like, mom, you didn't tell me this. Yeah. <laughs> like you, why this is this happening in motherhood or this is happening. And like, you didn't say it would be this way. And she just laughs. And I'm like, it's not. And it's like, you're never prepared, right? There's going to be so many curveballs and different things thrown at you. You're never prepared. But to know that it's not always going to be, you know, unicorn farts, then I think that yeah. like mentally prepares you to be like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, and- It might not be perfect, but it'll be okay. And to see somebody else that like you, I don't want to say look up to, but somebody that you feel like you relate to. So I, there's a lot of influencers that I like follow and I, I can't say that many of them I relate to. I, I see their posts and I'm like, uh, yeah, like that's cute. Like, but I don't, I don't feel like I relate to you. So to see somebody like share something real and raw, like I hope that we do on coffee and that you guys can, you know, feel relate, like relatable to it. Like those are the type of people that those are the type of posts that I like to see. Those mm-hmm. are the type of stories that I like to stop and read because it's like, okay, I can only look at so many influencers talking about, it was such a really rough day today because like Jameson didn't eat his blueberries and then he only wanted to eat his organic yogurt. When I'm like, oh, cool story. When I was doing remote learning, my child literally ripped my Christmas tree to the <laughs> ground and broke like $50 worth of ornaments. So um, not to sound rude, but fuck your organic yogurt like (laughs) where are the moms who wanted to start drinking at 11 a.m and you know like so that's that you never know like you 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 might be somebody that somebody else is looking up to you might be the super mom in their eyes or the super wife or you and your Mm -hmm. husband are like marriage goals and just that little sliver of like hey we're normal too hey like I don't like my husband every single day or, Hey, you know, my kids completely got underneath my skin today. Y'all mm-hmm. I'm at the point where my child, she's six and she thinks she's the master of knock, knock jokes. <laughs> I literally am on month eight of these. <laughs> I can't fake laugh anymore. If my child tells me one more fucking knock, knock joke that makes no sense, I'm going to have to scream. But I'm like, well, I can't share that on uh, social media because everybody will think I'm like the most rotten mother ever. <laughs> so I'm going to just, you know, say it here on my podcast for the world to hear. But, you know, <laughs> lump me in there with <laughs> exactly. But so you never know who needs to see your struggle and get out of the habit of the, of the highlight reel. I need to get out of the habit of the highlight reel. We need I to mean, normalize the bumps in the road. 
That's yeah. what we need to do. We need to normalize the bumps in the road because it's not always smooth and easygoing. It's not always the highlight reel, no matter how much we want it to be. Y'all, I wish every day could be the highlight reel. I wish every day my child – guys, my kid was sick. My kids were sick four days last week, five days last week. I literally sent my child to school with peanut butter jelly stain on her T-shirt, and I had no idea. Mark picked her up from school, and he was like, her shirt is filthy. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a mom fail. I sent my kid to school, and literally she looked like she hadn't showered in four days. Like, I didn't see it. I don't know. <laughs> I rolled with it, but – Nobody's going to tell you that. You're not going to see that posted on social media. Oh, I sent my kid looking homeless to school. <laughs> no. Like, oh, my kids are perfect. Look how cute they yeah, are. Exactly. Like, new hairstyle every day. I Pinterested it and did, you know, five different braids. And I'm like, my child wears the same hairstyle and the same shirt for three days. Like, <laughs> roll with it. Exactly. But I just think I, me and Cody felt that we've seen a lot of the highlight reel, even in COVID times. And we talk to our – we talk a lot and we – go back and forth and we're like, there's just no way. There's just no way there's no bumps. There's just no way there's no uneasiness. There's just no way there's no irritation or unhappiness. There's just no way. Like, I know if I ask Cody, she will, you know, normalize my feelings and be like, I felt that way too. But we know each other. We're friends. We should be able to see it elsewhere, outside of our circle, outside and be like, you know, influencers should be normalizing that. Um, Anybody, you just it's not always picture perfect and um, we're over the highlight reel. So get ready for some real talk on coffee <laughs> <laughs> and don't, don't add us cause Cody might not add you back, but I will. So, <laughs> Hey, I'm pretty brave on social media, just in person. I'm just like, oh, don't yell at me, please. But see if we I do it try. with coffee, then you don't know who said it. You don't know. Exactly. Who there you go. Maybe so, we'll stop signing the end of them. Now you'll just have to figure out like which one of us are replying back to you. <laughs> well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.